Estimated round-trip cost, $14,000. If he flew commercial, it would be as low as $180. My congregation is the world. I need to play. He says his jet allows him to better spread his message around the world, and it sure has taken him to some pretty nice places. I really believe that if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. DePlantis now wants an upgrade to this $54 million DeSalt 7X that comes with lavish interiors. So for you that don't think I should have that plane, God told me to have that plane. When he didn't respond to our request for an interview, I met him at a book signing. Why do you need a $54 million private jet? We're not doing any kind of interviews right now. I'm in a book. I just like to know why you need a private Keep your hands off me. Why are your people touching me like this? Because you need to Let go of me. The next day, back on the pulpit, he joked about how his security got rid of me. She's gone. Boom. I can hear her hollering. <laughs> And I came back and said, what'd you do with her? He said, I made her outside edition. On this episode of The Commercial Break. And I'm like, holy shit, what do I do? And I'm like, I guess I do nothing. It's a black snake. They eat rats and mice and stuff that you don't want around the house. But it's a big bad boy. Right. You don't kind of want to see it. The baby birds. It's okay if it's there. Yeah, it's there. Just I just don't, don't want to see yeah, it. Don't see I don't it. want him to know <laughs> it's, it's like, right it's out like there. Those yeah. Roach things. You know, and the funny thing is, is that like <laughs> I'm watching him through the window, and I know perfectly well that a snake is not going to come through the glass. But I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> 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 ah. Yeah, we know Nico's not doing anything with the rats. Nico's friends with the rats. He's like the rat king. <laughs> All right, here's what you do. They think I'm dead, but I just smell really bad. And the reason why is because I want to control all you rats. Now, go get me a tangerine from up on the counter. Bring it back down here. I honestly think that Teen Mom kind of had the intended consequence. That's good, then. Of driving down Less Teen Bernie. That's right. Unless uh, pregnancies. Dating apps are so reliant on looks. Yet most of us are not fucking good looking. <laughs> That's the truth. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Ah, yes. Welcome back to another episode of The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my good friend Chrissy Hoadley. And best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. <laughs> And best of you out there in the alien universe, wherever you may be or may not be. Uh, thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this uh, commercial break. Yes. The only commercial break you'll ever need, guaranteed. Fact, news, and fiction. 30 seconds <laughs> or less, your, so your money back. That's your earbuds. <laughs> hey, real quick. Yes. I am so fascinated that Congress has now taken up, like, a whole, they have a whole committee on UFOs. Have oh, you I know. seen this? Yes, I They're saw They're doing that. like a whole thing. They uh-huh. have 144, I think it's 144 different video or photographic images that have been submitted to this congressional committee. Yeah. And they're trying to get to the bottom of what exactly the like fuck the is going on. there's like the spy agencies that are trying to figure out what to release too or something? Yeah, I, I mean, listen. Know. 
Here's my opinion. Uh, aliens do exist. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not so sure that they're flying down in saucers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, to come down yeah, and hang exactly. out with us. And I don't think they're going to make themselves that right. known. Like, if they can get from, you know, Eon Another 127 to yeah. Eon 324 <laughs> in six seconds, are they, don't you think they can probably elude, capture, or display? Yeah. I think so. I think what's going on is I think this is probably like naval secret experiments and or other countries secret experiments or things that just look really weird but are perfectly explainable. Well, the optical illusion. Yeah, the yeah. optical illusion. Mm-hmm. There's it's the one where the deal. pilot sees like the three sets of lights and they're like blinking yeah. and he's like, what well, the fuck is that? Once you're up in that atmosphere too, there's yeah. got to be some weird bending things that are happening up there. I have been up in that atmosphere yeah. on ayahuasca and I'm telling you, I saw some weird bendy things <laughs> Yes, <laughs> on see? all of my trips there. See? But I, I believe that there isn't other, there is other intelligent life. Mm-hmm. And what or there, has been at or one Or has time. been, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. But I just don't think that they, I, they could be anything, like an amoeba. Or a squirrel. That's what I was, yeah, those or a bacterial chipmunk. or yeah. something. Yeah. Have you ever seen a baby bird? Yes. Yeah, those look like aliens. They do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shitting all over your door. <laughs> you just had them. I just had them. And I saved them from certain you did. destruction. You did. I don't think we told this story on air, but I get up one day and I look and I see that there, I open the studio window like covering here and I see. That there is a six and a half foot long black snake that is curled up on the windowsill and I am freaking the fuck out. Sunning itself. Or that's Mm -hmm. what I think it's doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, it rained like cats and dogs the night before. So I figured maybe he came out of his hole to get a little sun away from the wet ground. And I'm like, holy shit, what do I do? And I'm like, I guess I do nothing. It's a black snake. They eat rats and mice and stuff that you don't want around the house. But it's a big bad boy. Right. You don't kind of want to see it. The baby birds. It's okay if it's there. Yeah, it's there. Just I don't, just don't want to see, yeah, it. Don't see it. I don't want him to know <laughs> it's, it's like, right it's out like there. Those yeah. Roach things. You know, and the funny thing is, is that like <laughs> I'm watching him through the window, and I know perfectly well that a snake is not going to come through the glass. But I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> 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 ah. He slithers. Right. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it moved. Yeah, it's like being up at the top of a tall building. I know I'm not just going to fall out of the window, but uh, I'm scared anyway. Yes. Right. So then I have the windows are open so that I can see the comings and goings of little baby birds mm-hmm. and the, that are hanging out in the wreath of the front door. I have this 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 Rob um, house finch nest. There's three little baby birdies. They're on the wreath of it's yeah, they've made wreath. a nest on the yeah, wreath on the wreath mm-hmm. of my front door. So every well, time the I mom op- made the nest, yeah, mom made the nest, and, and <laughs> now they're born and they're shitting all over the place. Every time I open the door, little bird, baby birdies like ah, ah, ah. I know I saw them. Yeah. And when they were first born, they did not look anything like a bird. They looked more like an alien. Right. That's the only thing I can explain. They were listening. Those were our three listeners (laughs) for the the podcast. I gave them each iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) So would you mind tuning into the commercial break on seven different applications? Subscribe on all of them. You've got a bird (laughs) sweat factory. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, I said, you better, you don't get those other fucking house finches over here. Make a nest and get me some more downloads. <laughs> Break your little beak. <laughs> <laughs> so these things are pining for food. Mm. And now, and so when I get to the front door, I notice that the birds are bouncing around the nest. Gathered. They have now feathers and wings and they're flapping around. And I'm like, oh, they're getting ready to jump, you know, but they're yeah. really excited yeah. about something. <laughs> they could feel 
the black Well, snake. all the other birds could feel Damn it. Me. Then I noticed that birds were flying in and out of the portico <laughs> that I have in my front door. Right. All kind of birds, not just the finches. Are they, were they alerting? Bluebirds, robins, red. They were all like flying in and out. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and I go out of the front door to go do something. I forget, right? I go out of the back door and I, because I'm like, I'm not going to open that door. No. Those birds could fall right out of the nest. Mm-hmm. And I go around and the black snake is now five and a half feet on the brick wall of my house. Way. Yeah, but it was hanging out on the side of the building. Like, it wasn't on the ground. Right. It was stuck to the side of the building, <laughs> slithering its way toward the birds yeah. that had turned the corner. It was like it's a... It's weird f- how they can do that. One time, a, a snake was on the side of my grandfather's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to deal with it. But yeah, they can go sideways. They go sideways. Mm-hmm. How do they do that? That's an alien right there. <laughs> hey, you want to you investigate something, Congress? I'll send you some pictures of this snake trying to get to my baby birds. So I decided to move into action. I got a water bottle full of, <laughs> you know, like eco-friendly cleaner. And you put on like <laughs> you know, a, was, your, your coronavirus mask. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, and meanwhile, I'm babysitting Mia. So in Astrid and, and Matias are gone at the doctor or something. So I got Mia in one hand <laughs> and I put her down on the ground because I'm like, if the snake attacks me, I don't want her to get bit. So I'm spr- trying to spray it's him. with jump yeah. and just attack Yeah, him. and he does nothing. He's like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You know, what is that? Wa- oxidized water? Do you think I give a shit? Please, I'm a snake. You know? <laughs> I'm hungry. I want these baby birdies. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to. I want my baby birdies. <laughs> and so then I, I keep thinking. I run back inside with me in my hands, barefoot underwear on. <laughs> and I run back outside with a handful of oranges, t- uh, tangerines. <laughs> and now I'm throwing tangerines at it. And I'm like, get out of my baby birds. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, birds are flying all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so then I, I finally something popped in my head. I'm like, I got a seven and a half, a t- a 14 and a half foot pool extending Net oh, right, right. for yes. to clean my pool. Mm-hmm. So I run back there, me in my hand, you know, tangerine in one hand, me in the other, <laughs> barefoot in the underwear. You've discarded the water bottle. The water bottle was gone. That was of no use. I tried to spray oxidized water on the snake. I didn't want to kill it. I just wanted it to get away. Right. Like, not like, you yes. know, hate the feel of it or something. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> and so then I go and I knock that bad boy off the side and he curls up instantaneously. And black sure. snakes, they shake their tail. Oh, okay. When they're upset or when they feel threatened. I didn't know this. So for a second, I thought, am I dealing with a rattlesnake right, here? Because it yeah. was making a noise. But what it was is they just rattle the the dirt below them, mm. it, but they do it so fast it kind of sounds like a rattle. But then I realized that there's no rattler on the back of that. What the fuck is a rattlesnake doing at my house, right? That's not real. <laughs> so then I'm trying to scoop him off the ground with the net, and it's not working. So every time I'm just pushing him sideways, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. but he's not snapping. He uh-huh. never snapped because apparently black snakes they're like kind of docile. Okay, or they don't want to. They don't want to fight. The, if right. you give them one, they'll fight. But you know, he's like, he's what the fuck are you birds. doing with that net? So then now I'm. So now I've got Mia in my arm. I've got a 14-foot pool extending net, pool cleaning net with a Mia's six and a half like, foot. Daddy, I know. Yay, yeah, she's go like, daddy, go daddy. She's like, birdie, birdie. <laughs> so now I'm walking down my street, which is a very busy street. I'm walking down my street with a baby in one arm, a 14-foot extendable pool net cleaner in with my sleep pants on, and they're like down around my ass because I can't pull them up. I got stuff. I'm walking with my underwear down the street. With this thing, and I don't know what to do with the fucking snake. I'm like, well, if I put it in Bob's yard, I don't like Bob very much. So let me put it in Bob's yard. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. I don't like Dick. He's got like a dog, a little small, little shitty dog that barks all the time. Like my shitty dog barks all the time. I don't want to do that. So I took him over to the, you know, the knoll or the hairy bush or whatever you call those little, you know, the hairy the bush. Harry bush. <laughs> the stinky knoll or whatever they call it. You know, the, uh, like a, 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 a bramble. Uh, okay. A bramble. <laughs> a bramble. 
Was it like a holly bush? Yeah, I got like a bunch or of holly bushes. It was a wild bush. It's one of those things you can't get there. You know, it's like a bunch of yeah, bushes yeah, yeah. like all it's mangled okay. together near yeah. a little ravine. <laughs> the bramble. Yeah, owned by the city, shit on <laughs> by every resident. You know, that's like the place where the sh- extra sewage flows. You know what I'm saying? I figure <laughs> yeah. that's a good place for my buddy. I, w- I want to keep him close so he gets the rats. Okay. But at this point, yeah, I Yeah, we know Nico's not doing anything with the rats. Nico's friends <laughs> with the rats. He's like the rat king. <laughs> all right, here's what you do. They think I'm dead, but I just smell really bad. And the reason why is because I want to control all you rats. Now, go get me a tangerine from up on the counter. Bring it back down here. There's a box of treats in the pantry. Hey, Rizzo, go get those. Go get those treats. Bring them back. Nico. Nico slept through an entire rat ordeal. There was a rat that was like walking around Nico, like pointing at him like, you better not say anything, you little doggy. <laughs> Nico was like, lifted his head up, and then he lifted and put it back down yeah. and went to sleep. He's like, oh. He's like, if I play dead, nothing will happen. <laughs> That's what I've been doing all my life. <laughs> so anyway, so I take the snake and I put him in the bramble or the brusket or the bush or whatever. The hairy knoll. You call it the hairy knoll. <laughs> the bushy knoll. <laughs> I put the Mr. Snake in the bushy knoll, and Mia's just excited about this. She's like, daddy, yeah. Adventure. Yeah, but the snake like went on top of the bushy knoll because it's so thick I couldn't get it. Yeah. So last time I saw the snake, I'm, I don't know, he was <laughs> probably not still living. I'm not sure as I was carrying him down the street. You know, as I had... They're survivors. Yeah, they're survivors. He's I'm sure he's back. But then luckily that day, the three birds, all three of them within 24 hours, flew the coop. Flew it. And yeah, Astrid like, was like, immediately took that thing down. Because, yeah. Yeah, it was, they started, you know, the poop's got to go somewhere. It does. And the poop started that. going up against the door. I it was really it disgusting. Was you know, in. birds carry disease and stuff like yeah. that. So as cute as they were, and as nice of a social, you know, the science experiment, live science <laughs> experiment as we had going on in my house, my kids weren't interested once they saw what a baby bird really looks like. Yeah. My son was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Get ah, away. Ah. <laughs> Oh my god! Speaking of birds, we've got a uh, bird feeder that we have put on our porch and loved it for a while. It was so cute. We saw little baby birds too. Like the mom was coming up and like showing them this is where you eat. Eat. Oh, that's cool. We've had a but now we're in our second year of having this (laughs) this feeder, Mm -hmm. and there's fights out there now. Oh, they like peck at each other. They fight each other to get. To the feeder, like they're very territorial over this feeder. Yeah, and we have to close the door sometimes. Like it could be a really nice morning, but they are out there. <laughs> like, you see them fighting midair. Yeah, and like like nose diving and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> in Georgia, and I think in in most places we have these red tail hawks. Mm-hmm. They are huge. Their wingspan is like six foot. They're big, and they can pick up yeah. small dogs. And they have picked up small dogs. And they and so we have. A nest, a family of them that live. Apparently, they like live in families, right? Oh, okay. And so we have a family of them that lives in one of the trees, like you know, over our by our neighbor's house. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, a couple hundred yards away or whatever. And they are that red-tailed hawk we have caught in my yard many times, and I've seen him pick up baby squirrels, and I've seen him pick up wow. chipmunks, and I hope he picks up blue someday. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the dog went, officer. Um, and so this thing officer. just flies around. <laughs> Officer. He called the police out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Green, step out of the house with your hands up and Blue's leash down on the ground, sir. Where is Blue? Hello! Hey, 
come to our attention that you were holding blue above your head <laughs> While the hawk. with pieces of raw meat and one of those hawk hands, you know, the big leather gloves yes. that call the hawks. <laughs> yes. We have pictures of it, Mr. Green. Wasn't me. It was aliens. <laughs> the Congress is doing an investigation. That's right. Just wait till the findings come out. <laughs> sir, please step outside so we can shoot you unarmed. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Love our police officers around here. Um, so, so these red tail hogs. Falconry, and I did that Falconry. one time oh, cool. at the Biltmore. Oh, you did? Estate. Yeah, oh, they had cool this whole program. Yeah, my yeah. sister and I went up. Well, I was like, we got to do the falconry here at the Chattahoochee Nash- Nation- Nature put Center. Yeah, you put the big glove on. Yeah, and then you, they you, they teach you how to call them. And yeah, come back and then yeah, that's I've got so pictures. cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, here at the the Chattahoochee Nature Center, they have like a whole aviary, right? Like mm-hmm. bird sanctuary or whatever, and they have all different kinds of hawks and owls and all this stuff. Yeah, and there when we were there, I've never been there before, but we were there last year. We took our our kids there with some family members. We were there. There was a guy walking around. He had one of those those yeah. things on, right? And he had a whole basket full of something. And mm-hmm. so he would take the basket and he would put the food on top of it, on, you know, stick it to the whatever was on the top of the arm. And he would do, he was walking around the yeah. place and different kind of birds would fly <laughs> and just grab stuff off his thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fucking badass, dude. <laughs> and meanwhile, those birds are the mean. Oh, but, I mean, you should see the claws. Yeah, the owls. Um, like, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the night owls. And, and yeah, it was it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> so anyway, these falcons, you know, these hawks, they fly around and they grab stuff. And, I think they were hunting for baby birdies last year because I saw like literally like Tom Cruise Top Gun style fighting going on outside (laughs) my house. And there were like finches and robins and bluebird. They were all involved in this, like chasing this hawk. Oh, yeah. And the hawk was like, get it away. And I was like, that is so fucking cool. I hope somebody (laughs) dies and I can watch it. And I got my primal instinct going. Meanwhile, I'm such a pussy. I'm like, no, I don't want anybody to really die. No. (laughs) No, of course not. Because then I get the police called on me. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to tell another story, but anyway, I don't want to go there. Uh, lots of bird stories for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm full of bird stories today. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling birdie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling extra birdie today. <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> Welcome to the commercial break, where nothing makes sense and everything goes sideways. Yes. I have a whole list of things to talk about. Not one of them has been checked off. <laughs> We're 17 minutes and 31 seconds into the episode. <laughs> Yes. Hey, but we're doing good because we're going to get to number one right now. Okay. And usually it's about 37 minutes in before we That's get to number true. one. Hey, commercial breakers. Best to all of you who have been leaving wonderful podcast reviews on your favorite podcast player, especially all of those who are using Apple. We really appreciate it. We've been deluged by wonderful comments and reviews. And we couldn't be more grateful if you're one of those. If you're not, could you take just a few minutes and leave us a podcast review, comment or rating on your favorite podcast player? Almost all of them have some version of rating or review. It helps us grow the show. It'll make you feel better and it'll tickle all of our pickles. Thanks so much. Hey, 661-237-8296 is where you can leave us a text message or a voicemail, and we want to hear from you. Comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas, let us know by sending us a text or leaving us a voicemail at 661, the word best, the number two, Y-O-Yo. That's 661, best to yo. 
and go to tcbpodcast.com. You'll find all the audio and all the video right there at one location. You can now connect with us on social media at The Commercial Break on Instagram and youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. Still the only place to find all of the video content and exclusives you cannot find anywhere else. We're gonna take a short break to hear from our sponsors. Please use their specialized URLs and or codes if you're ever in the market for their products or services. We certainly would appreciate it. We know our sponsors would too. We'll be right back with this episode of The Commercial Break. I absolutely love it when a sponsor comes on this program that I am extremely familiar with, and this is one of them, Credit Karma. For 10 years, that application has been on my phone. I get to check my credit frequently, I'm updated on all my financial comings and goings, and the last few credit cards that I have gotten, I have gotten directly through Credit Karma. And let me explain how that happens. Credit Karma makes sure that you apply for the right credit card for your financial situation. Credit Karma has done it again. It's one of my favorite applications. Now I've got a bunch of credit cards because of Credit Karma. No more wondering whether or not I'm going to be approved for the credit card. I already understand with confidence whether or not that credit card is coming my way. Sometimes it's hard to choose the credit card you want because of all the offers that come in the mail. No more. Credit Karma's got you covered. Been rejected for a credit card? I have too. No more. Credit Karma's got you covered. Their Karma Confidence technology is helping members apply with more confidence, and that includes me. Credit Karma uses your credit profile to show you offers that are tailored to your financial situation. And best of all, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you the chances of your approval before you even apply. Are you ready to find the card for you? Head to Credit Karma and check out your personalized mix of offers today. Go to creditkarma.com or download the Credit Karma app to find the card for you. That's creditkarma.com. I can personally promise you this application will change your financial life. We love it here at the Green Household, and I know Chrissy uses it too. Download the Credit Karma app today or go to creditkarma.com. Okay, Madonna NFT. Have you heard about no, this? Okay, I have do you know not. what an NFT is? I do. You do? A non fungible token. That's right, which basically means non replaceable token. And it's a piece of something. It's digital. It's digital. And it's a piece of art. It's a piece of music. It's anything. And the contract is recorded on the blockchain, which is also where Bitcoin and all this other stuff is recorded. So that's that's right. the best explanation you're going to get from me here yes. at the commercial break. There's <laughs> lots of people who do it much better on the internet, but it's a non-fungible token. And what's really popular right now is art, original yes, art that is true. in a digital format that is exchanged through the blockchain. So the owner only has the copy, the only legitimate copy, even though you could, there are many copies made around the world, the only real copy, the only real piece of original artwork is the owner who buys it digitally. Madonna has decided I to get in this game. I just don't get it, though, because then what, how are you showing it to people? Just on your computer? No, I mean, it doesn't mean <laughs> you that just you... just own it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you can't... Or you have to put it in the meta world, don't you? No. <laughs> it all's going back to Listen, the meta. I don't understand every single thing about it, okay. but let's say that Brian decided to show the full NFT, Madonna NFT, on the commercial break. Okay. It's possible that whoever gets the rights to that could come after me and say, I want whatever profit you made on that video. And then I would laugh and say, <laughs> seven cents is yours, my friend. <laughs> I would say congratulations to you. So you're the brand new owner of $20,000 worth of debt and some shitty podcast equipment. Uh, but it's theoretical 
that uh, it's like the person who bought the um, that video. Uh, I bit Char- Charlie bit me. Someone bought that video, okay. the original video, the digital rights to that video. Okay, for like. Five hundred thousand dollars to their own. Yeah, on this. but it actually wasn't a person; it was a company that paid that. And you know why they did? Because now they can put it up on YouTube and they can make their money back by running it by oh, people playing it over and over again. It's one of the most popular videos ever on the internet. Is, okay, you know, Charlie bit me. <clears throat> anyway, so there's original art, there's music. We could do a podcast. Mm-hmm. We could put it in NFT form. We could send it to Will the Champ. He could buy it for five hundred dollars. And then Will could go resell it to a bunch of commercial break listeners. And uh, to which I would say, good luck with that, sir. Yes, I know. <laughs> and my brain stopped yeah, thinking it, about it when yeah. you said when we I could said make. When I said $500? you said we yeah. could make money. Yeah. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> commercial break plus money. Does not make sense, sir. Please re-enter input. <laughs> you get the wheel of death Uh (laughs) yeah okay so madonna makes madonna hooks up with this guy named beeple okay and beeple's the guy who did that original like piece of art the one of the first nfts that sold for a lot of money sold for 69 million dollars each day it was a different thing that looked cool that looked cool yeah Yeah. whatever you're into yeah Uh, i don't pay 69 million bucks for it but okay so madonna hooks up with this beeple guy Ask if we can do a trade (laughs) 17,000 years worth of the commercial break <laughs> for one people. <laughs> uh, this commercial break brought to you by people. <laughs> On my 99th birthday, I'd like to say that the commercial break and people. <laughs> we finally completed yes. our transaction. Love Dasani water. <laughs> People's like, I got to make my money back. Pitch Dasani. Dasani water. It's perfect for enemas and other stuff you want to do with water. <laughs> so Madonna hooks up with people. They make this okay. NFT. Cool. The NFT is highly graphic. It is extraordinarily graphic. Here's graphic? A, in yeah, what way? I'm going to show you. Ready? Okay. okay. Go to YouTube.com slash the commercial break like I told you. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Madonna. Look at this. Wow. Wow. Now, this is a video. I, I can't play the video, obviously, because yes. it's an NFT that's yet to be sold. And I don't think there's a full video out there. I haven't seen it. There's a tree coming out of her. There's She's a, tree a tree coming out of her vagina. And mm-hmm. this is a 3D model, like actual. They put her in a one of those, you know, modeling shops or whatever. Right. And they spun a computer a laser around her. She's got a bruise on her leg. Like She I has a bruise mine. on her leg. Yes. <laughs> that's how real. I know. <laughs> Because she's 97. <laughs> and apparently trees grow out of her vagina. Yeah. There are trees and centipedes and flowers that come out of her vagina okay. during this. This is being described. And it is extremely graphic because the uh, like it shows her vagina in full. She's just descri- going all out. She Yeah. And her, her boobs are showing. <laughs> now, if you're 7,900 years old or however Madonna is now, if you're 7,900 years old and you... Want to get naked at any age. If you want to get naked, get naked. Sure. Sell it. Go for it, girl. I love it. You look Over good. 18. Over 18. Yes, please. <laughs> Over 18. At least on this show. Yeah. Uh, you look great. And yeah. I think and I think you're one of the original like innovators when it comes she to- She pushes the envelope. Shock she rock has. and shock pop. Mm-hmm. I just love it. You have pushed so many envelopes. You have opened so many doors for so many people, so many women- and I love it, Madonna. I love you. I do not, for the life of me, understand why a tree is coming out of your <laughs> vagina. 
Yeah. I cannot understand for the life of me. Yeah. She says it's it's supposed to be the, I think mother it's called Earth? the mother of all creation. Mother of all creation. Is that the vagina is the mother of all creation? Well, it's true. I get it. Like, yeah. again, you know, an ayahuasca thing, I think, <laughs> if you really want to, like, go there. This feels to me like acid is the best drug to take while you're watching Madonna's new NFT that you just paid $38 million for. But, I mean, this is, like, yeah, I this is maybe super wild. that she skipped to this versus where she's been lately with the butt stuff. Oh, yeah. She's been showing her ass all over the place. And it, the, she's got butt implants. She does? Yes. She has is. butt implants? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, Madonna. It doesn't look good. She's chasing father time. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Madonna was a really good looking woman. Oh, my God. And like, still is. Like, she doesn't need the bottom yeah, plants. She's as famous as, you know, Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. if not more famous. Madonna is a original beauty. The Mona Lisa, Madonna, Marilyn Monroe, Jane Mansfield. Like, these are women who just like through beauty transcends yes. time. Chrissy. Chrissy Hoadley. <laughs> Brian Green in his wig. Astrid. <laughs> Astrid, certainly. Astrid's at the top of that uh, list. Astrid's at the top. Yeah, she'll never show her face anywhere, but, you know, okay, get it. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, one of the famous beauties. Absolutely. Right? For all the right reasons, and then I'm sure, you know, in some men's mind, for all the wrong reasons. But that's neither here nor there. She empowered herself to just be a beautiful, sexualized creature like all of us are. And she had no bones. She made no bones about Mm-mm. it. She went there. She did it all over the place. Yeah. But... <laughs> she is now chasing father time like a lot of people do at toward the end. Yeah. You know, when they, they're like, uh, well, I want to be that person again. I know. I want to be that girl again. I know. Right. And I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's something that to each their own. I mean, she wants to get butt implants, butt implants, but yeah. butt implants at 70 looks a little weird, doesn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're looking like Kim Kardashian. You never had an ass and now you got a Kim Kardashian ass. Right. You right. never, you know. Now you huge breast implants and all the lips and all that stuff. It just I don't looks gross to me. Mm -hmm. I think people they get like body dysmorphia when they start doing that extreme Mm -hmm. they must. I think so. Yeah, you do a little bit here and then you want some more here and then there and then there and then there. You know what we should do for the commercial break? We should we need to hook up with a plastic surgeon here in town. A good one, a legitimate one. And we need to say, Will you do some experimental plastic surgery on us <laughs> so that we can see <laughs> like I'll get like lip implants or lip injections. Yeah. Just like, uh, <laughs> and I want to see if my, if the, it's like my reflection in the mirror look changes. Better. I want the doc to say, make me look better doc. Yes. Do like seven things that make me look better. Not permanent, temporary, you know, oh, okay. it goes away after a minute. Right. Okay. So do like seven things. Get me some eye wrinkles, a dick lift, you know, a ball. You can just do this on FaceTune. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to go for the real thing because I want free plastic surgery. (laughs) But I say, you know, do that. And then I want to see. And then you like give me an honest opinion. You say, Brian, that looks ridiculous. And I want to see if what I see in the mirror is different. If I go, that's he did a good job. That looks sexy. Because some of these people. They get the most ridiculous of plastic surgeries yeah. and then they pretend like it's perfectly normal. Right. I mean, we know people like this. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is. I, I don't know. I, I, we have a friend. I have a friend. Who's done all kind of plastic surgeries. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that they are looking a little ridiculous at this point. Mm. I think they look a little plastic fantastic. Right. Okay. And but just to, to clarify, this is none of our good friends. Right. But this is someone that we both collectively know. 
And I just think that they're like looking. That lives in California. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> they are starting to look a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. A little plastic fantastic. And I wish I could say something, but I wonder, you yeah, know. You can't. If they look in the mirror and they go, I look great. Mm-hmm. Man, that three extra inches of upper lip just makes me look <laughs> fantastic. So youthful. So youthful. <laughs> when my eyes don't close. Dink, 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 dink. It's so unnatural. Yeah. And poor Madonna. She's fallen into the trap. I know. And now she's got an NFT that forever <laughs> cauterizes her fucking vagina with a tree coming out of it. It's like, and I it's. Think about her kids. I'm just like, I guess they're just used to it by now. Listen, but... her kids are, they're, they're, they went to therapy at <laughs> two. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And I don't know why, because this is never going <laughs> to happen to us, but I've been thinking about something lately. What happens to the children of people who get notoriety for something? Right. Like, for sex related or like, well, or just if, anything. If we keep on talking about sex on this program, <laughs> it might be sex. I, anything. But, you know, like um, Farah Abraham. Remember that teen mom, Farah? Yes. Okay. Well, you, know, she's, you watched that show. I, I watched. I love that but... show. And, and, and that's going to roll into another thing that we're talking about here. But okay. remember that teen mom, yes. Farah? Who, who, who is one of those women who just like at age 12, she got so much plastic surgery, she became unrecognizable. Yes. And then she went and she got a vaginoplasty at mm. age 20 and then this whole nine yards. And then she went and did this weird porn movie for money. She did all these things. She got famous for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Now, being a teen mom. A lot of those teen moms are famous and now they're famous for kind of the right reasons. You know, people look up to them. They say, you did a good job. You actually made it through and you raised your kids and you did a whole nine yards. Yeah. Farrah's the complete opposite. She's a fucking yeah. dumpster fire of a human being. And she's got this daughter that now is a that now has some of the same personality traits that her mother does. Yeah, it's of like, course. You, you mimic know. what you see. Yeah. Now you don't, you know, she's a child and she's just mimicking what she sees. Mm-hmm. So God bless her. I hope. You know, she gets therapy before her mom did. Her mom still hasn't showed up for therapy. But I, but like Howard Stern's children mm-hmm. or Jen Anderson doesn't have children, but Ben Affleck's children, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Will Smith's children. How do they, how are their lives affected by constantly living in the shadow of their parents? Yeah, like they try and bust out and make their own way, as we've seen well, with Miley. Oh, yeah. Miley. Yeah, but her dad was never. Uh, I'm way down yonder in the honky no, tonky. No, I got a little Alan monkey going both me. <laughs> oh, that is? Oh, sorry, God. No, he was. Uh, what was. Way it? down yonder in a Hannah Montana. Get a little doggy diggy. <laughs> Anyways, they, I think they try and build their own lives and yeah. rust out of there, but they have a leg up with the money. I'll I would tell you that. Uh, they do, but money doesn't solve every, everything. Well, but it sure so. does make things easier. <laughs> As the commercial break, we'll probably never find out. <laughs> what did, what was the song that he sang? Oh, uh, yeah. Was it I, Boot Scoot and Boogie? No. Boot Scoot and Boogie. <laughs> God, why can't I think of it? I don't know. It what was so song popular. Was yeah, it was everybody. So popular. Yeah. Was it Chattahoochee? That's not Chattahoochee? No, that's Alan Jackson. Are you sure? I'm okay, now for I got sure. What's Billy Ray? Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> Fucker. Nothing ever works. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> song. Cyrus. He, I know he did the recent one with uh, 
Achy, my achy breaky heart, don't break my heart. It was achy breaky heart. Okay. Here comes my daughter naked too. I would say his daughter did a pretty good job of breaking out of that shadow. She did. Because I don't know who the fuck Billy Ray Cyrus was after Hannah Montana. Right. But you know who else is doing a good job, I think, believe it or not, is uh, what's her name? <laughs> Diddle Smith or what's her name? Uh, Willow? The Smith Willow. Willow. She's got that song. Yes. That we drives that me fucking crazy. Yeah, I love great. it. I am all into that Willow Smith song. Now yeah. it's only four years old, so I'm only a couple <laughs> years behind Trent. But I love that song. Yeah, they're I doing a good it. job. It's so spacey cadacey. And mm-hmm. I love it's like rocky and poppy and I can't yeah. even remember what it sounds like now, but it's so good. Anyway, listen, some of these children do okay. Yeah. Paris Hilton. She did all right. She did good for herself. She did. Yeah. She did. But people like, <laughs> the, the teen like Farrah, Farrah, whatever the fuck her name, Abraham Fawcett or whatever her name is, she's like, that's that girl's going to, that that little girl's going to have a hard time. Yeah, you see She's going to be the parent, she's going to be the daughter of an F-list celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I think that is is more difficult. I've Could never be. heard. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what I think. About these teen moms, now that we're on the topic. Okay. I've been reading a lot lately. And I know this has been going around for like two years. But I think now there's some some conclusive evidence about this. Millennials and Gen Zers are, and that means teenagers and people in their early 20s. Okay. Are having less sex than any time in human recorded I've history. Seen that. Like since this, that. This, these yeah. stats have been around mm-hmm. and, and really they can go back and look at birth rates and stuff like that and, and say this is Yeah, happening. well the birth rate just declined, I think, for the first time this past year. <sighs> Not me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I kind of blame Team Mom for this. And I don't blame anybody. Actually I'm, it might be a good thing. Who knows? Yeah. Right? But this has been going on in Japan for a long time. These teenagers and these, tw- these people in their 20s and 30s, they're not getting married. They're not going on dates. They're not having sex yeah. at all. For the first time in recorded history, in 2019, 50% of teenagers said they haven't, they won't, or they don't have any kind of sexual interaction and won't before they graduate high school. Or they. some of them are That's reporting, great. up to 30% of them are reporting if and when they ever mm-hmm. get married. That's great. In the 90s, when we were growing up, when mm-hmm. we were in, in high school, right, almost everybody reported that they would or wanted to have sex before their prom. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's because there was, you had to do things in real life, IRL. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you didn't have. Yeah, you didn't have porn. Phones and porn Instant and porn social and media and everything. Guys, now it's all virtual. Guys, I'm telling you. It's just send nudes. Yeah. And see send, a send nudes back then, man, like carrier pigeon. You <laughs> <laughs> actually had to show up at someone's door and give them a Polaroid. Yeah, you sent it in an envelope. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> the Sears catalog would come or the Victoria's Secret. Secret catalog, which yeah. just started in the 90s. Oh, Victoria's yeah. Secret catalog would come oh, yeah. if you were lucky enough to have a mother in the home yes. <laughs> who was of a certain age. They started sending those things out to yeah. every household in America uh-huh. and they never got to the mother. They always got to the teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. they didn't show anything. I used to love that catalog. I ordered so much stuff out of it. Fuck, man, did I love that catalog. Yeah. I had like uh one of those catalogs <laughs> I had for like five years, the same catalog. 
and the same picture. And I would have to use my imagination about what, because right. it wasn't all that risque back then. They, were, they didn't even show thongs. They no. were just like regular underwear. And you were like, you would just explode in your pants just seeing underwear. And so. Yeah. You had to imagine. Yeah. And the 90s was an adventurous now time. there's no imagination. No, there's no imagination. It's all 100% porn. Here's a little few stats that I have, right? Uh, the Gen Zers are not having sex and neither are the teens. More and more of them, more and more of the, the Gen Zers or the millennials are living at home with their parents and find it difficult to have time or away from other people. They don't know where to have sex, in other words. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have it in front of their parents, yeah. right? Uh, they're choosing more fluid situations and they want quality over quantity they want to have a safe environment and what what i think part of the reason why teen mom has done this and part of the reason why dating apps has done this these two things i think are combined date teen mom made it very real that if you stuck a penis in a vagina you could be fucked for the rest of your life yeah you You could be hung on with a baby and that shit ain't easy Mm -mm. it ruins almost everything and i don't mean ruins it changes Almost everything. Yes, it does. But when you're a teenager, it ruins almost everything. There's <laughs> yeah, going to be no yeah, prom. Your, your plan is totally yeah, your plan derailed. Is totally derailed. Uh-huh. And I, I honestly think that Teen Mom kind of had the intended consequence. So that's good then. Of driving down less teen birthdays. That's right. And less uh, pregnancies. Dating apps are so reliant on looks. Yet most of us are not fucking good looking. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Most of us are not attractive. We're not like supermodel type attractive. And yet that's what we think we should be with. Right. That's what we desire because of the objectification. Yeah. (laughs) Facetune. And no one's real. Yeah. Unless you're getting the plastic surgery. Unless you're getting the plastic (laughs) surgery. So if you're in the Atlanta area and you're a plastic surgeon and you'd like free advertising for your services, call me up. 661, bestia. These dating apps, they make you pick oh, yeah. the cream of the crop. You only, and then the reality becomes quickly, mm-hmm. like when I was on the dating apps, the reality becomes quickly. Yeah, they're if not they're good here. looking and they choose you and you're not good looking, <laughs> it's because they're fucking crazy. <laughs> they are crazy. <laughs> and they're gonna, I don't know, you know, stalk you or leave mm-hmm. you somewhere or beat Show you up, up at or, your Christmas yeah. party when or, you're dancing with your best friend. That's right. <laughs> or want to have sex with you at your bar. Like, I mean, there was one girl who just was like crazy. And then I, you know, I told you that story. Yes. This one girl literally was like took off her panties in the restroom and came back and dropped them on my lap. Yeah. And she had a skirt on. This whole and this is our Here date you one. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging them around. Swinging around. And I'm like, is that even any gonorrhea on it? I'm just, I just want to check before I dive in. I'm so OCD. I'm like, ah, can I cancel the potato skins? It's kind of gross over here now. True. <laughs> can I get a new glass with beer in it? Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, and then at the end of the night, I said, why don't, why don't you come back to my house so you don't drive home? Because she was driving. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Were you trying to just, you think you can just get me home and sleep with me? And uh, I was like, you are a, <laughs> even the, gave me your panties. Yeah. Even the bartender was like, dude, let it go. Yeah, bro. Let yeah, it go. Yeah, Don't go in. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Abort mission. Safe yeah. self. We want everyone to drive home <laughs> safely, but you got to let this one go <laughs> that way. And I did smartly. I yes. did. But these apps, 
make it more difficult because it makes you feel the reality hits you very quickly mm -hmm. that a two is usually not getting in bed with a 10. And by the way, everybody can be a 10 because they all they have to do is bullshit on the app. Sure. Right. It's all fake. It's all an illusion. All you don't is. trust anybody. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for that real life connection, but it's very hard to do because you've never done it before. Well, and then we just had coronavirus thrown in. That's exactly what I read. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 Now you, you don't want to touch anybody. Yeah. Because you think they got the sticky icky. <laughs> and I don't mean the weed. <laughs> I mean the cock disease. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Of course you don't. Now you're less interested in becoming personally, physically involved with somebody mm -hmm. because you don't know. It would be so hard. I'm so glad I'm married to Jeff. Me too. God bless America. <laughs> God bless America. Uh, porn, 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 porn. Yeah, it's everywhere. Here's another thing. There is an uptick. Urologists and people who specialize in sexual health, men's sexual health, there is a 39% uptick in 20-year-olds coming to visit for erectile dysfunction. They're asking really? for medications, penis pumps, stuff to help with erectile dysfunction. Mm. And here is the anecdotal information. Anecdotal information usually ends up being a fact, especially on the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> right. The anecdotal information is... 50% of the time, it works every time. 50% of the time, I'm <laughs> bullshitting 100% of the right. time. Uh, the anecdotal information that these urologists are reporting back is that they're being told by these young clients. Well, it doesn't look like that on the porn. It doesn't look like that on the porn. Right. Right. I can only get off when it's extreme, mm -hmm. crazy, you know, fetish, fetishized porn. Yeah. When the vagina looks perfect and the tits are, you know, wonderful and my dick is 15 feet long and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm banging for three hours and, yeah. you know, I hit her on the ass and smack her I on the face. I can see how that would, you know, in your adolescent brain, how then that would Trained become, your brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See what you think is normal. My brain got trained <laughs> that a girl on a tractor in a Sears magazine was sexy. So when I saw an actual vagina, I had no chance. I was like, ah! <laughs> these kids, they're seeing extraordinarily yeah, graphic. Everywhere. That's why I don't. And this is a little secret about Brian Green. Uh, I don't. It's not a secret anymore. It's now. not a secret anymore. I really don't like watching video porn. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing. Never has been. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't, but it's, I mean, there's something erotic about the yeah. photo. Yeah. Every once in a while, I give it a try. Every couple of hours at night, I, <laughs> I give it a try. But there's something erotic about imagination to me, right? Yeah. I like to think that it's, it, I like that there's something left up to right, the imagination. To the imagination, yeah. exactly. So they are saying, these guys that are coming into the office are reporting that I cannot even get aroused with a real woman unless there is porn involved. Wow. 40% of the 20 year olds that are coming in are saying, I cannot get aroused unless I am physically watching extreme porn. Mm. And that is insane. Yeah. It's insane. But here is another Sad. crazy thing that we're not thinking about. It is hard to get laid when all you're thinking about <laughs> is changing the world. And that's another thing. That's true. Is that the younger folks, very worried. teens and 20s, they're very worried about very, anxiety, very worried about yeah. what's coming up. And God bless them because it's their I mean, world. Did you see that the, these, those homes in the Outer Banks just fell into the ocean? Yeah. This past weekend? Yeah. I mean, I, you see what's going on. Well, first of all, I'm second tiny, of all. Uh, I'm tiny, but glad I'm not going to yeah. see the worst of it. Well, I'm not so sure. We're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> not that old. 
<laughs> we're talking like people 10 years younger than us. I mean, we're not that old. Uh, yeah, we're, had, no, we're definitely going to see the worst of it. Yeah, yeah. And our children were for sure. But they're, they're, they feel it's their responsibility. And maybe it is because, you know, the gen, whatever they're, those yuppies, they didn't do shit for us. No. They all went on tour with the Grateful Dead. They were going to change the world and they started, you know, I don't know, like carbon monoxide spewing <laughs> machines and just put them all over Earth. I love the Grateful Dead, but I love money even more. I'm going to kill the Earth. You know, they all became, you know, silly fucknuts who just decided to do whatever at the expense of whatever. And the reality is 40% of young women, women under the age of 30 years old, yeah. say that politics is more important than sexual partnership to them. Okay. 40% mm-hmm. of women. I can women. see that. I mean, that politics is, is pretty crazy. Insane. That's up to, as of 2019. So super way. divided. And then also to just all of the, the news, you, you just didn't have that before where no. you could just get news, news, fake news, real news, whatever, slanted news, this, that, the other news, 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 news all the time. It it's, is overwhelming. And, a, yeah. and it does, does, I get give it. me anxiety sometimes too. I get it. I got to turn it off every once in a while. I do the calm while. app. Yeah. I do the calm app where I go have sex with my wife. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> and, sex helps. Yeah. Th- there's the other thing is that it's easy to have sex when you're in a marriage or mm-hmm. you're in a partnership with someone who lives in your house. Yes. You are never going to have as much sex as you're going to have when the person you could potentially have sex with is living with you 24 hours a day. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And for a lot of these people, for a lot of the younger folks, they're just not there yet. Mm-hmm. And so they feel it's just too risky to chance it otherwise. They would much prefer wait for someone they're comfortable with and that they live with and that they can explore with. And I say, I say more power to them. Yes, I agree. Now this, you know, this, there's like birth rates and all this other complicated algebra that goes into this that I'm not sure you're going to understand, but I do. (laughs) Thanks for mansplaining. I mansplained it all. (laughs) But that's true too. Thinking about, if you're worried about the world right now, why do you want to bring somebody else into it? That's a very good point, Chrissy. (laughs) Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm saying for these kids. Yes. For the no, kids. I'm, yeah. If they're really, if they're this worried about Fuck the world, no. then yeah. They're smarter than the rest of us. That's what I say. <laughs> they decided that, you know what? You know how we stop all this drama? We stop replicating shitty little humans. <laughs> you know where we stop shitty little humans from making shitty little earths? We stop making shitty little humans. <laughs> hey, you know, we can change. People can change. We can change. We can do something. And with all the new technology, yeah, with all the technology that's happening right now, there's got to be major advances in how we can <laughs> how we can clean Sorry, up yeah. clean up the earth and help the earth. Yes, hundred percent. Or just go to Mars. Yes. Yeah, go to Mars. <laughs> and and you can't go to Mars if you're busy having sex because <laughs> you know you're not coming back. You don't want to get attached because you know you're going to come back. I was going to give you some music to like go. I you, like that. Okay. I felt emotional about what you were saying. And I was like, let's give Chrissy some music. Let's yeah. let her run with it. No, I know. Well, what I was going to say is that the, I feel like there's going to be major advances that we will be able to help or reverse things. Now, politics is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need eh. some call music. For that. <laughs> Chrissy uh, says no to politics. No, 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 <laughs> no politics. No. Uh, it's bad. It's, it's bad. really bad. 
And it's, the, I would run for something except I've got a past. <laughs> <laughs> you would run for something except for you're on the commercial break. And no one's ever going to vote for us. Ever. I'm going to get that drug-addled, stripper-living criminal derelict in my office. No, thank you, sir. The reality is... Your kids could run. My kids will run yes. because that's they'll they'll be a part of the team, and I think that that's the thing too is that their people are starting to understand we are becoming more the kid the younger kids are becoming more secular they're becoming more smart they're becoming more self aware yeah because they the world is actually moving toward more consciousness not less mm-hmm. it's the dying throes True. of the ghost of Christmas past that are making this world a little bit more shitty right now. It's like there's a hundred Nikos on Capitol Hill right now, and they all smell like bad farts and rotten eggs, and they're all kicking and screaming while the rats run around eating everything. Yes. But the young kids, they get it. They do. Right? And, and I think they've I, got I, power. Yeah, and I include us in that, right? We're yes. in that like transition period. And they realize that the only way that change comes is from the inside. We don't need fucking whatever his name is or whatever her name is making decisions on behalf of us we need to change ourselves and maybe all of these things apply they're living with their parents there's riskiness in you know real life interaction the dating apps are making it hard porn desensitizes you all this stuff might be true but there may be one simple thing that we're just not paying attention to and that is I don't want to have sex right now because there are more important things to do. Mm -hmm. Like listen to the commercial break. That's right. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, Brian. Thank you. And that was the most serious episode we have ever done. (laughs) We started with birds. We ended with started with birds. We ended with turds. (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) I like that episode. Love it. I'm going to run it. Good. Good. (laughs) Sometimes we get done and I'm like, I like that episode. But actually, I didn't like that episode. I'm not going to run it. But we will run this one. Yes. Okay, kids. Well, that's how you do it. Keep on doing you, all you youngsters and you oldsters. Do what you do your part. Do your part. Do your thing. Voting. uh, There's a big midterm election stuff coming up. Yeah. So we need to get out there uh, and get, get the vote. Until we have some like nebulous. You know, brain in the sky that is collectively, you know, governing all of us. We're going to have to deal with the shitheads in the office. Oh my God. I can't wait to find out what they find out about the aliens. Maybe aliens could help us. Maybe they could. Well, some people are worried about national security with the aliens. I think that might be. Yeah, that's no. Yeah. What are you worried about? An amoeba? (laughs) (laughs) No one's coming to get you, dude. If there's aliens, they're walking amongst us, and they haven't bothered True. us yet. So don't worry about it. Don't get them all riled up. I mean, Elon Musk could be one. Oh, he's definitely an alien, <laughs> for sure. I can think yeah. of a few politicians that are aliens, yes. for sure. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Oh, oh, it's my Mitch McConnell. <laughs> the turtle. Yeah, the turtle. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few Democrats out there, too. Don't you worry. Uh, okay, here's what you do. You go to tcbpodcast.com. Read more about Chrissy and I. You can find all the show notes. All of our sponsors, specialized URLs and codes are right there on the website and in the show notes. Please use those if you're ever in the market for their products or services. It really does help us. And we're getting a lot of great feedback that you are using those URLs and codes. So keep on doing it. Take two minutes. 
review the podcast, rate it on whatever podcast platform you're using, because that also does help grow the show. We're officially now a top 100. I can't believe Apple that. comedy podcast, which I may not sound like much to you. Congratulations on top 100. <laughs> that wouldn't be bragging rights on any other thing, but it's really hard to do, actually. It is. Yes. And uh, congratulations to you. Congratulations to you, Brian. And congratulations to you out there in the podcast universe. Okay, here's how we do it, Chrissy. Best to you. Best to you. I love you. I love you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. We love you too, always and forever. Hit us up on text message 661-237-8296-661. Best to you. Until next time, the only thing left to do is say, as always, Bye. bye.